we're gonna, we have the privilege of hearing from Jan Stahl today. And one of the things that I just wanna say is that we, yeah, you can clap. Or, there we go. Is, um, you know, in one of the songs, we, we, we sang the words, which then, if you sang them, and I looked around, and the majority of people, you guys were moving your mouths. And so I'm just going to count on the fact that you meant what you said. But it said we want to shake up the ground of all of my tradition. How many of you guys have tradition in your life? We have methods, things, systems that we like. Break down the walls of all of my religion. Now, many times we as kind of non-denominational charismatics with a Pentecostal bent evangelicals, we can think, I don't got any religion. I don't got any tradition. I mean, that's what makes us so who we are is that we're free. No, we can get into the same thing where we get into our motions, we get into our grooves, and uh, we have our ways. But here's the deal. We don't want to do church. We want to be the church. We want God to come and and teach us and shake us. And, you know, what we're going to do is we're going through uh, a a series called A Lifestyle of Prayer. And then we're going to be going into one, A Lifestyle of Worship and A Lifestyle of Evangelism and Discipleship. The whole idea of a lifestyle, it's what we walk in, it's what we say, it's who we are. And so it's not just getting knowledge of what is prayer or this. And so today we're going to practice some things. How many of you guys enjoy awkwardness? This is the right room. So look around. No one, there's very few. Um, Here's the deal. We want to break down our traditions. We want to break down our religion. And if you look through scripture, and scripture's a tool for us, if you look at the way God used people and what he asked them to do, it was quite awkward. He asked them to dip in things. He spit in mud. They, they were supposed to defeat a city, and so he told them, like, take tambourines and, and trumpets and, like, go around it and start shouting. You know, they, 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 they put their stick in somebody. It, It was always weird, but they were tools because the point is God wants us to surrender our way of thinking. He wants us to surrender our brains in in the way we do things because we can get so caught up in, no, this is who I am and this is the way it should be done. He wants us to break free of that. So I want to encourage you today to, to... Open yourself up, open your mind, open your spirit, and we're going to go through some different exercises of prayer. Everybody say awkward. Awkward. Everybody say freedom. Freedom. Come on, I believe that these things bring freedom in our life. And so uh, without any further ado, Jan Stahl. Well, oh my goodness. Today is not a sermon. Um, It is a workshop. And the word workshop has the word work in it, which means that you're going to be working. Aren't you glad you came today? So what I teach is I teach a Tools of Prayer workshop. I've taught it for since 2010. And uh, so you can do the math. Um, So what I, what I did was I found tools of prayer. I was told to do um, some a prayer class, and, the, and I said, what do you want it on? And he said, just make them better prayers. And I said, 
Okay. So I found some tools of prayer, and I thought, okay, I'm going to see how many there are. I'll just teach until I run out. And that whole year, I taught 36 tools of prayer, never ran out. Well, since then, I'm up to 70. I don't think that's exhaustive. I, it might be exhaustion if you do them all, but it's not an exhaustive list. I think that there are more, um, but I haven't come across them yet. Anyway, so today I'm going to do a tool of prayer, and then we're going to practice it, and then we're going to do another tool of prayer, and we're going to practice that. So a tool, you all know this, but a tool is an object that's used to extend the ability of an individual. So it's going to help you to extend yourself in prayer. If you can use a stick as a tool, and it makes our life easier, it's the best thing that we can do to accomplish it. So if I were going to do, and this is the usual example that I give because most everybody has seen and used a hammer. If I, um, if I said, I'm going to give a symposium on hammers, I might tell you the size of the hammer and the weight and all of the pieces of the hammer. And I'm going to teach you how to hammer in properly so that you have the most bang for your buck. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that you can, you can hit that nail on the head well. Um, I know that there are carpenters in here probably who could go whack, whack and get the whole nail in. And I, and I kind of tap on it 15 times and it's kind of laughable. And um, so I'm not the one to teach the symposium on hammers, but I am going to show you a video that says, look what happens. Look what happens with a little practice with hammers. So see what a little practice can do. <laughs> you might even be able to use a tool that way is not really meant to exactly use, but um, I don't know how long it took him to do that. But I did want to show you that because practice is important with any tool, with any tool. And if you have a tool that you've never used before, the first time you use it might be awkward. We've already talked about awkward this morning. So... It might be awkward. The tool that we're going to use today is a very simple tool. It's a tool that you've all used, but you might not have used it to the extent that I want you to use it today because it takes some practice to use it to the extent to, to really hone in on this tool. And the tool is Thanksgiving. We all think, oh, I'm thankful. I've had people in my classes say, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving, not a problem. I can do that. And then they go, that was such a stretch, because I make them do it in my class. You'll all not want to come on Saturday because I say this. <laughs> yeah, I make you do your, the, practice the tool for 45 minutes. And that pushes us past the comfort zone into the realm where the Holy Spirit teaches us. Because he's the one who teaches us in prayer. It says, 
uh, in the same way that the Spirit helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray like we should. So what we do is many times in prayer is grab the prayer request and pray it like we want to pray it, and we forget that the Holy Spirit's supposed to teach us how to pray. So today, the Holy Spirit, we're going to ask him to teach you how to pray using the tool of thanksgiving. When I teach tools of prayer, and today we're going to do that, I'm going to ask that you call it down and only use the tool of thanksgiving. So that all you do is give thanks to God. That's all you're going to do this morning during this tool of prayer is to give thanks to God. You can say, thank you, Jesus, for this. I am so grateful for that. But you are giving thanks to God. It's not praise. It's not tools of, requ of a request. You're not going to have a list of requests that you're going to ask God for. You think, what, what, what? Is that not prayer? Tools of request are just fine. That is a tool of prayer. It's the only tool that we use in America almost. But there are many, many more tools that will help us get out of our own selves. In Romans 1, it talks about the first, the first step of backsliding is to not be thankful. It says, nor were they thankful. So if you have a problem with depression or anxiety or, or faith or belief or any of those things, the things that help you out of that is thanksgiving. So we're going to give thanks to God today. We're going to give thanks to God. You will be very happy that it's not an hour that I'm going to ask you to do it, but it is going to be a, a little bit of a stretch. And the reason that we're going to do that is because um, we're, we're good. We're good for three or four minutes. You can go around the Thanksgiving table and say what you're thankful for. You can, you can do that. But to give thanks on an ongoing basis and just Thanksgiving can be a little stretching. And that's really what I want to have happen for you today is to give thanks well to God. It's interesting. I went to a church and... Um, <clears throat> I do this, I do tools of prayer sometimes at other churches, and I was doing this, this tool because this is how we enter in. The, the Bible says to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. This is how we enter in. So this is usually what I start tools of prayer with is thanksgiving. And so um, I was teaching that, and I um, started thanking God. And that whole time that I gave them to practice thanksgiving, I just found myself thanking Jesus for his blood and his sacrifice. I thought, wow, I could do that that long? That so totally shocked me, but it let me know that I'm getting better at this tool. I'm getting better at being able to do that. So when you thank God, you're going to be thanking him for whatever he's done with and for you for the world you live in, for the family he's given you, for what he's done in your life, for your church family. There's all kinds of things that we can thank God for and all kinds of places that we can thank him for. Now, the, mess, the, the most important thing is that you thank him from your heart. This is not an exercise um, that disengages your brain or your heart. This is deep thanksgiving. And sometimes you're gonna, if you run out of things to thank God for, you've got to go, Okay, Jesus, help me go deeper, and he will, and you will thank him on a different level, and the Holy Spirit will begin to teach you more about prayer, because that's what he does. So, 
I almost said, any questions? In my class, I always go, any questions? <laughs> no, I'm not going to ask you that. <laughs> I'm going to assume you have no questions. But I am going to pray for us all that we would enter into this. I'm going to pray for us all that we would be really engaged in Thanksgiving and giving thanks to God. I'm going to pray for us all that we ask the Holy Spirit how to teach us, to teach us to go deeper into Thanksgiving. Because I don't want to be a person who's not thankful. I don't want to be a person who's afraid of falling away. I have had people say, oh, I'm so afraid I'm going to fall away from Jesus. Okay, thank him. You know, give thanks to God. Uh, just put him in the proper place, and that's what Thanksgiving does. So that's all I want you to do. No prayers of request, no praise, no worship. This is sound heretical. No tongues. No, uh, all of those things. Only thing that I want you to, to thank God to do in prayer to, this morning right now is to thank him, thank him, and thank him some more. Okay? Um, I'm going to pray and release you to do that. And I'm going to also give you total freedom. You can stand up. You can sit down. You can kneel. I don't care what you do. I'm a walker. I usually walk when I pray. So you can stand up and walk around. I'm, I am not picky with this. I just want you to be free, to, to be comfortable in giving it, to be, 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 <clears throat> to be comfortable in the awkwardness of this, <laughs> okay? To be free and to be comfortable in the awkwardness of this and and to and to just be able to give yourself totally over to the thankfulness of God okay let's pray father we thank you that you are God that our praise our worship our thanksgiving comes from you we thank you lord that you are the author finisher of our faith and you do everything in between so lord we're going to give ourselves to you right now and we're going to ask father would you raise up in our hearts, in our lives, a spirit of thanksgiving, deeper than what we've ever seen before. But God, we really want to thank you from the depths of our heart. You have done so much for us, been so much to us. We ask God that you would help us in this tool to come away with it stronger and more mighty and more practiced in this tool of thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to lift up Thanksgiving in a voice that is just normal, and uh, we'll all be praying Thanksgiving to God, and, but I want you to be able to hear yourself. So just in, a, in, in the way that you'd have conversation, lift up the Thanksgiving to God, okay? Ready, set, go. Thank you, Jesus. I don't hear you. Come on, louder. Louder. Come on. If everybody's louder, then we're, then we're okay, all right? There you go.
All right, we're halfway through, so you're going to need to push a little bit harder. 
dig a little deeper. Some of you are doing fine. Some of you are just kind of lost. So dig down deeper. How thankful are you? Dig down deep into those places. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to dig down deep. Thank you, Jesus. Give voice to your thanksgiving. Give voice to your thanksgiving.
We thank you that you are the resurrection and the life. We thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice. We thank you for creation. We thank you for our families. We thank you for the church. We're the, the church family. Thank you, Lord, that you don't leave us orphans. We thank you for you. We thank you that you are the all-encompassing God. We thank you that you're above and not below. We thank you, Lord, that you, you place us in heavenly places by Christ Jesus. We thank you, God, for the richness of who you are. We thank you. Father, would you seal these thanksgivings? Would you seal this tool to our hearts, Lord? Help us to take it out and use it and prosper with it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, the next tool, <laughs> the next tool that we're going to use uh, is, is very different. Um, you're going to say, oh, my goodness, didn't even know that was prayer. There's a whole lot of times that I, that I teach a tool of prayer, and people go, I didn't even know that was prayer. But I don't teach anything that isn't what, what I see as prayer in the Scripture. Um, in Psalm 47, 1, it says, oh, clap your hands, all you people, shout to God with a voice of joy. You're clapping your hands to God. If you're clapping your hands to God, then clapping is a prayer. It is directed to God. It's not directed to the Huskies, to the Trailblazers, to, uh, to whomever else you're clapping for. It is directed to God. And um, if, if other people deserve our clapping, our praise, our adulation by, by clapping, how much more is our God? Huh? How much more is our God? Um, <clears throat> for you will go forth, Isaiah 55, 12 says, for you will go forth with joy, be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Um, I was working in the middle of the night, and there was a, a wind that came up, and I was close to a forest, and the trees started moving in because the wind, and I thought, oh, my goodness, it does sound like an auditorium full of people clapping their hands. I never knew that. I knew the scripture, but I'd never heard that before, and I live in the Pacific Northwest. Isn't that crazy? But... Um, if you lived in a place where there were trees, you wouldn't really know that, but we can know that here. And it had to be in the middle of the night because it's quiet. It's hardly ever quiet in our world. It was quiet, and I heard this sound, and I went, wow, that is what God was talking about in Isaiah. So if the trees can clap the hands, and their leaves, and the trees can make that noise, and I want to. I don't want anything in this world to take my praise. I don't want the rocks to cry out. I want us to be the ones to praise our God, right? I want to fill up the praises of Jesus Christ. And um, so I really want, I want this. Uh, it's interesting that clapping, kneeling, lifting our hands, all of those things God can accept as praise, as worship. And it makes it so that it levels the, the, the field. You know, you don't have to be brilliant. You have to be a Bible scholar in order to praise and worship God. And this tool in particular just takes two hands that can come together. And that's all it takes. So we're going to clap before the Lord. And we are going to clap for 10 minutes. I know. Okay. <laughs> and, in, and in the clapping... In this clapping to the Lord, 
Um, that I, what I want you to do is I want you to lift your heart to the Lord through your clapping. I don't want you just mindlessly clapping. That is not my, that's not the focus that I want. I want your, your praise, again, comes from our heart. And then the clapping is a vehicle. If you clap for somebody, you'll find yourself wanting to clap more. And I'm talking in the secular realm, okay? You'll find yourself wanting to clap more. If you clap at a sports event, you're going to clap more at a sports event. It goes on and on. But the same thing is true in our lives in simple things like praising the God using the clap. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to clap for 10 minutes. And again, if you've done that at a sports event, come on, you can do it now, right? Okay, so I don't care, again, if you stand or walk or anything else, I'm going to have the worship team come up, not because they're going to pray, because after this, and play, not because after this they're going to lead us in worship again, but I want them to be here ready, and they're going to be clapping just like you. They are just practicing their tool, okay? So um, let's just clap before the Lord. Ready, set, go. <laughs>
I just want to start by saying thank you to each one of you. You can tap yourself on the shoulder. Don't give yourself a hand because your hands are probably sore. I'm a, head, I'm a, a hard clapper. And if I clap in our house, I can typically get my kids to um, like scare them. It's been a little difficult because I don't know how to clap any other way. So after two services, that 10 minute clapping, my hands are bruised. But, um, you know, I just, I didn't say this first service, but uh, Jan, I just want to thank you publicly for, um, for giving yourself to, to things that sometimes aren't popular and to take the time to dive into it scripturally and then to take the time to practice it and just for being the gift that you are to us as a family and as a community. And uh, I just, I wanna say thank you very much. Yeah, look at that. Look at the clappers in the room. Yeah. You know, I, but I do, I really wanna say thank you to each one of you for being willing to push through awkwardness and being willing to do that. You know, um, I mean, let's just admit it. Life can be awkward. It can be weird. But you know what God's calling us to isn't just to be in a place of comfortability. He's not calling us to just stay in our comfort zone or to stay in our personality. He wants us to break out of that. And uh, it doesn't mean that from now on, the only thing we do when we gather is now we're just going to clap and we're going to, you know, we're going to change our name to the clappers and that's it. No, but there's power in it. I found myself as I was clapping that there was times of, of where I felt like I was honoring God and I was clapping as if he was right there in front of me and I'm saying thank you. There was times of where I was clapping and I felt like I was breaking things in the spirit. And I was saying, no more, no more, no more in freedom, in freedom. And there was something that came about that. I found that as I was saying thank you, and I was trying to be obedient and only say thank you and, you know, thank God for things. But the more I thanked him of things, the more I actually just wanted to fall down on my knees and repent. Because I realized how skewed I get because I get lost in my own mind. I get lost in my own feelings and how silly it is. I start getting depressed. I start getting selfish. I start getting anxious. I start getting frustrated, but it's because I'm, I'm, I'm living here. But man, when I fix my eyes on who he is and I say, thank you, all of a sudden I realize how petty I am, you know, and just how weak those, those and how little those things are. And um, it was just a great exercise and we appreciate it. Thank you team for standing in front of everybody and clapping. And, uh, you know, I, I said it earlier, we don't want to just do church and we don't want to just do Christian things. We want to become Christ-like. We don't want it to just be a bumper sticker that we have on our car. We want it to be a transformation that's going on in our lives and that we truly go out as missionaries. We truly go out as a light of the world. And because we reflect the presence of God. So sometimes we want to do some things that might be a little weird. Not so that we are weird, but because the goal's not to be normal. You know the difference there? And so we want to push through, and Lord, whatever you have for us. So thank you so much for coming today. I am glad that you were here and hope to see you again. 
I love you guys. I appreciate you. And thank you so much for being here.